Welcome to the Divine Feminine Revolution Podcast, where women are magical and empowered. I'm your host, Dr. Megan Monday, psychologist turned transformational feminine business coach. This podcast is for you if you want to prioritize your own pleasure, face your fears, and manifest your desires. This podcast is sponsored by the Fearless Feminine Academy, where I teach women how to turn their trauma into their superpowers. My goal is to show women that we can heal our world by creating time and financial freedom by doing whatever the fuck we want. Are you ready for the divine feminine revolution? Let's get vulnerable and go deep. I'm so honored that you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Divine Feminine Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Megan Monday, and I'm so excited because I have Viola Hug here with me. I'll let her do a brag intro, but I got to say, I've been so activated by your podcast and some of your courses, and I love that you're spreading the good rich witch word. Um, So I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Um, Tell us all about you. Yay, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and to everyone who's watching or listening. Hi, I am Viola Hug. As was just introduced, I I come in many different facets. Like I'm very multifaceted as as I believe all of us can really relate to, but where I'm really channeling my work and my energy right now is through being a psychic business coach to a multi- within my multiple six-figure company. I'm also a best-selling author to the book, You Are an Abundant Babe, and the host of the Spirit Sex Money podcast, which I definitely recommend that you check out. And I, ha- I really stand for creating an incredibly abundant and fulfilling life through our own divine desires, like through a way that feels so, so, so good for us. And I, I work with, and I create, and I like live by this standard myself with people who have really, really high caliber desires and standards for both what they want to experience, right? Like the have it all kind of idea other than my professional life within my business and my company, I am also a mom to a beautiful 15 month old. I have a husband. I've been together with him for almost 11 years now. And, um, there's so many things that we absolutely love doing in life. And what I knew early on, like when I started my business, um, in 2018 and, I knew that I wanted to prioritize how I live and who I am as I'm becoming successful. And that was one of the most important things. And it was so beautiful when I started to prioritize those things. And I built my business on the pillars of following my intuition of working on energetic alignment, incorporating things like human design, shadow work, emotional intelligence, and these wonderful energetics, as well as like knowing that I was going to create this life where I was actually living and enjoying success every day, not just celebrating destinations. That was the the foundation of how I've built my success and how I've built my business. But that also came off the back end of doing it the complete opposite way for over five years. So prior to starting my coaching business, I was also an entrepreneur and I was trying out all different things. And I was so burnt out because I was really trying to fit myself into the old paradigm of business. I thought that it had to be hustle mentality. I thought how you become successful is by working harder than everyone else. 
I didn't notice it at the time, but a lot of the goals and things that I was chasing were really things for external validation, not truly the things that created fulfillment and happiness within myself. And so um, through this period of struggling to try to be successful in all the ways that weren't correct for me, I had an abundance awakening with money. I went from um, like doing okay at the very start to suddenly being in six figures of debt, which that's what I came into my new business with. And then I um, had my abundance awakening through that though, where I realized like the importance of tapping into that energy within, and then it kind of shifts your reality. Cheesy cliche, but so fucking true. (laughs) And then I had um, my spiritual awakening kind of alongside where my gifts really expanded a lot. And I've used that in my whole business and I use, utilize that with clients. And then I had my sexual awakening, which was kind of like the final piece of creating the fullest level of liberation. And it comes together in this beautiful magic, um, umbrella that, you know, I named my podcast with the very edgy title, spirit, sex, money, spirit, representing our soul self, uh, sex representing our human self, the pleasure, the experience of being human and all of the wonderful things that come within that. And then money representing our impact and our purpose and our abundance and more of how these things come together to create an even more amplified experience for us. Yes. I love that so much. And I really relate to the, you know, releasing the whole hustle culture and getting into Mm -hmm. spirit supported business. And Mm -hmm. I just love that fusion of, you know, spirit, sex and money all together, because I feel like that's what, you know, Gaia and the matriarchy want for all of us. And in my mind, that's like divine feminine revolution and action. Totally. Um, So like, I love hearing kind of like the before and after story, like you can be an over a broke overachiever and (laughs) create this like really juicy life so can you give us like some sneak peek inside brags of like you just had an amazing summit like give us some Mm -hmm. like juicy details of what it's like to actually be living that right now oh my gosh like yeah I mean I I blow myself away all the time and I mean that in the most like grounded way but I think it's just like what I shared before is like so much of what I used to do was for external validation because I thought that when I had an income goal I'd feel abundant when I you know was had a successful company then I would feel really confident but it totally was the other way around it was like I channeled this inner confidence I channeled this inner sense of abundance and then it's not that those goals don't matter anymore they still do but you know they don't change your internal state they only are there to like delight you and surprise you and expand you not necessarily to change you and so that was like such a big shift for me and and nowadays it's like I laugh sometimes because I'm like it doesn't even feel like I work half the time because I spend most of my day with my family I mean like I said I have a son I absolutely love my family we go to the beach we chill on the couch and watch Netflix we play in the backyard and the little kiddie pool that we got for him and like there's just like so much stuff that we where we live this just like really fulfilling life within us and then we have all of our own hobbies and then yet at the same time I'm having multiple five-figure months I'm like impacting I'm working with like incredible leaders all around the world. I just hosted a summit. I just, you know, had this idea of wanting to create a space that was going to create a portal of liberation around spirit, sex, and money for people and really speak to some of the core components of what I stand for. And I had this really clear vision of the type of um, speakers that I wanted to have a be a part of it within about one and a half weeks I pulled it together, like messaged all the people with my, you know, team and got it all sorted. And then 
in one week and and it ended up being just over one week because people still joined throughout the summit but almost 700 people joined the summit (laughs) it like blew my mind I was just like holy moly but it's just like when you're in such a state of just like trusting yourself and trusting that everything's going to be okay. You know, like when I'm with my family, I'm not worried and feeling guilty for not working. And when I'm with, when I'm working, I'm also not feeling guilty for not being with my family because I know that I get to be fully there for all of it. And I mean, I'm just using my family and business as one example. There's, there's many other facets to that. There's my relationship, there's my um, friendships, there's my desires and my playfulness and all of these different components as well. But it's like being able to be so fully there and, um, yeah. And I, I don't know, like if there's anything else you want to know, I'm more, to, more than happy to share, but yeah, I'm simultaneously running programs, masterminds, working with clients. And it just blows my mind that this is the life that I get to create. And my biggest brag of all is the fact that like the clients that I work with, of course, they're experiencing more abundance and business growth and impact, but they actually feel happier. They feel more pleasure in their life, like both pleasure of just like joy of being alive, but pleasure as well as being tapped into their own sensual pleasure. Like it's just, that's the coolest thing ever. When clients message me, they're just like, I feel so safe. I feel so certain. I trust that everything's working out. Like I feel so abundant regardless of how their launch went, you know, like it's freaking amazing. (laughs) Yeah, and I love that you're a manifester because clearly like you're activating all the people around you. And, you know, I know it doesn't necessarily literally mean manifesting, but obviously you've hacked that code because you're pulling together some really awesome stuff super quickly. Mm -hmm. I really, it's, I love what you're sharing about your family. My daughter is nine and Mm -hmm. when she was little, um, I was in private practice. And so even though I was only working like 10 to 15 hours a week, like it was intense, you know, trauma therapy sessions. And I felt like I was kind of living this double life because I did have her most of the time. And so I was almost like a stay at home mom, but then I did work this like 10 to 15, like very intense, uh, hours as a business owner, as a mompreneur, you know? And so I do remember being just like very stressed at the time via like, my daughter didn't sleep well for like five years. We named her Luna, which was like very <laughs> appropriate because anytime the moon was full or there was eclipse or anything crazy going on, that child was up all night. Um, so it was just like a very intense time um, for me personally. And I feel like, you know, when we talk about divine feminine revolution or the matriarchy taking over, like mamas need to be at home with their babies and they need to be able to like be running, you know, million dollar businesses, you know, and the two don't have to be mutually exclusive. Um, and you're such a great representation of that. And that is like, so what I want for all women, because I felt really lucky at the time when my other friends were working 40 hour jobs that I was only yeah. working 15. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like really intense and to live this, like, I just feel that, you know, fun and fulfillment and joy kind of coming off of you because mm-hmm. you created it, you know, and I think that's just so inspiring to hear that that is available for us. Oh yeah. It's, I like, I get emotional about it. I want it for everyone. I feel like yeah. it, like the world that's set up right now isn't fair. Like, it's just so fucked, honestly. Like I have so much hope and I like feel really good about the direction we're moving in. And I like love this divine feminine revolution and everything. Um, but it is like, you know, I just, I, I'm glad that I stand for the liberation of women to experience that. And not only women, like no matter how you identify or your gender or whatever, it's just like, just people getting, being able to live these really incredible lives. And I think of my husband because he's um, like, I guess 
his main role is being a parent, but then what he does in his spare time is like all the creative projects that he desires to do. And it's really cool being able to see, because I'm the main income earner for the family. It's like being able to see that he gets to live this life where it's just like, it doesn't actually even matter when or how he makes money. He just gets to follow passions. Like he's um, building guitars at the moment, like custom guitars and like doing all these things that are just so cool. And I don't think many people get the opportunity to just see what they would do if they didn't have the pressure from so many of the things that we feel a lot, you know, in society. And so I know I get really emotional about it, but I, I agree. I love that there's this movement towards that. Yeah. I love that too. My, my husband actually works like a dangerous job and he is so like brilliant and gifted and like, you know, his dream is to kind of have his own business, which, you know, he'll definitely get to have, but you know, I have that sort of like CEO dream of like retiring the husband. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think they still need to have their own identity and purpose and like, you know, which of course Mm -hmm. you're Um, and mine does too, but like, the fact that we can like extract them out of, you know, the dead end jobs, like the patriarchy. And, um, you know, I think it, this is one of my like soapbox things. Um, I think it takes a really strong man to like represent the goddess. I was just actually doing a therapy session last hour and we were talking about like, you know, when men are in their divine masculine, like they protect and lift and want like the goddess to shine. And so Mm -hmm. shout out to all the men like that. And, you know, want to give like permission. Um, Yeah. And I also have to say like at the start, like he's always been supportive. He's like literally the best. I could not dream of a more like incredible partner. The, Thing is, though, at the beginning, right, like I told you, we just came off the back end of six figures of debt when I decided to start this business. It's not like I said, hey, I'm starting this business. And he's like, go for it. (laughs) You know, like it was like, it was like, I trust you, um, but also like we need to pay our bills. (laughs) And so um, and I'm you know, I am so fortunate because he worked jobs while I was still building up my income and everything. But I remember like the first time I said to him like, oh, I'm going to hire a coach. And he's like, you really think now's the time? And I'm like, "Mm, yeah. And he's like, how much is it? And then I tell him the number and it's literally more than I've ever made in a month. And he's like, how exactly are you going to do that? And it brought up so much fear because a lot of the debt and stuff that we got into was from making decisions of, oh, it'll be fine. We'll make more money. Right. But when um, I was in that point, when I started my business, I was really, really following my soul and I was learning energetic alignment. I was so much more tapped into what was actually correct for me. And when I thought about a lot of the purchases and things like that, that I made, whether it was travel or whether it was clothes or whether it was an investment in something I thought would help or whatever it might be. So many of those decisions were made from a place of, I should do this. Like, I remember this one time I literally flew across the world to go to a friend's wedding because I didn't want her to think I couldn't afford to. (laughs) And I couldn't, I put it all on credit cards. And it was like, and that was the reason I of course wanted to be at my friend's wedding, of course. But the thing that I should have done in that situation has been like, I wish I could be there. Like, I'd love to FaceTime you after, um, but I just can't come that would have been perfectly understandable. But I was just like, no, my, I have to protect my ego here. I need to like pretend like I'm doing really well. And that was like, it ended up being like a $20,000 trip in total after like all the things. And it was just like, not okay. Right. But so it's like, also I, I was in such a place. So that was a big wound we had to heal. And I still notice, like, I talk about past consciousness all the time and all of the, the wounds and challenges that we carry within ourselves, within our consciousness, they're gonna arise again. It's not like we overcome a fear and we suddenly lose all um, relation to that. 
even now, I still have moments where I'm like, should I do that? I need to make more money. What if I don't make more money? Like I still have that, but I know that it's past consciousness consciousness now. It's not actually my current reality or the frequency of who I am now. That's just not really a possibility for me now. Um, like a very likely possibility. I'm sure it's a possibility for anyone at any point, but it's not very likely at all. And the, the way, and this is kind of a side tangent, but it feels relevant. Um, the way that I really shift that and support that is I recognize that wound and I know that it's to do with my past self. Um, but I always switch the narrative as well to whatever the gift was that I got from that, right? Because the reason that I have such a good relationship with money now, the reason that I feel so much safety the majority of the time is because of what I went through and how I learned from that experience. So, you know, rather than just shaming that and be like, I shouldn't have that fear. And why do I have that fear? I just say, we're okay now. Thank you for highlighting that for me, but we're actually here because of what you went through. So thank you. Right. And, and reframing it in that way and remembering that all challenge also brings with it a deep gift. Yeah, I love that so much. And I think, you know, coaching is like a really crazy dream. And I think, you know, it's really great when people like tell the good, the bad and the ugly. I know my husband thought I had joined like, you know, a cult or an MLM or was like somehow into this like brainwashing thing. And I really uh, appreciate that, you know, my intuition is really strong. And so Mm -hmm. everyone I've ever invested in, which it's been a lot, um, it has been amazing. Like they really have activated my ascension and, you know, created more pleasure in my life and just like really kind of got me to that place that you were talking about, like the happy for no reason. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's when like everything kind of opens up. And so I'm kind of curious, you know, for me, like getting into it, you know, I've already had like a psychology business for 10 years. And so I sort of thought like it would be like an immediate like translation into (laughs) like lots of clients, just like, you know, my day job kind of thing. And I'm kind of curious for you. Like, I feel like sometimes people start counting their business, like when they had their first offer, when they start making significant money, when a lot of times there was like maybe years spent like growing an audience. So I'm kind of curious, like about your timeline, what do you think sort of made that energetic shift to like, have you like take off like you have in the past couple of years? And then like, were you like, what was the time before when you were like kind of putting in the work that then made it? Yeah. So the, the time before I started my business was for sure, majorly, um, the inner work for sure. Like I also did network marketing. That was like how I started an entrepreneurship. And um, I'm so grateful for it, for like opening my mind and introducing me to personal development. That's how I learned about this stuff. I'd never heard of coaching before when I was younger. Like I'd never heard of any other online business. I didn't actually know that was possible at that point, but I heard of this, right? So that's where I started. And so that kind of introduced me to the world facing rejection, (laughs) was like a big thing. And um, I don't know, just like picking yourself up and staying committed to your dream and your vision. It's like, I've always had this internal feeling that I know that I'm here for something big. And I think to speak to a point you made earlier around like um, being a parent, but then also still having our own identity and like our business or our desires or our purpose, whatever it might be. I feel that so strongly because um, It's like, I sometimes have people say to me, they're like, well, if I just focus on like, you know, like me, I'm a manifester and I work with a lot of manifester clients in human design. And for those of you who aren't super familiar with human design, a manifester works very much on 
um, quick bursts of energy with deep rest in between. And the deep rest is one of the most important pieces because if you don't fully rest within the rest time, like if you're consistently thinking of your to-do list or shaming yourself for resting, then, um, then the next urge can't come through. And this, this is true for everyone in some sort of sense. It's just extreme for me um, and other manifestors, but, um, I used to like always shame myself for my rest cycles, but the, um, the liberation comes when you really know that that's actually the most important piece, right? And that's actually, you're just as impactful, just as activating. You can get just as many results in that point. And I don't even remember how I got exactly here, but the, the point being that that inner work of emotional intelligence. And I, and that's what I did most of my time is like read books um, practice these things, practice my communication and my relationship, practice communication with my friends and my family. And like all these kind of inner things by the time that I got to my business, like I didn't doubt that I could do something. It's just that I finally, for the first time saw that I could do something fully for myself, which I hadn't seen before. Like I, even during that kind of five-year period of entrepreneurship, like I'd, I'd done things like retreats, but, and they were so successful. They would sell out right? And I would be like, oh, this is amazing. But this is just like a side thing I do every now and then because I need to focus on my other stuff. You know, like I never fully allowed myself to just trust that I could do my own thing until I had that spiritual awakening where everything in my soul was just like, you do it your way. And that's how you're going to be successful. And I was like, oh, what a revelation. (laughs) But yeah, so it was like a lot of that inner work. So um, by the time that I got to my business, it's like communication in terms of like emotional intelligence trust in myself, abundance at work, right? Because through that time that I was going through the harsh debt, like where it kept spiraling and getting worse before it started getting better. Um, I, that's not when I, like, I didn't start making money and then start feeling abundance. My abundance awakening was that I was in this deep state. We were like working as hard as we could. Like I was pushing myself to the bone to work every hour of the day so that I could make money and make it work. I was like reading all the financial books that I could. I was trying to create a budget that we couldn't stick to because we were (laughs) making way less than we were, than our expenses were. But it was like, I was doing everything by the book in that sense for money and nothing was changing. And that's when I was introduced to the energetic world of abundance. And so my practice was feeling grateful for what I had, even when it felt like I was a fucking loser. (laughs) Like it really felt like that a lot of the time. Um, Feeling, working on feeling abundance in the ways that I could feel abundance. And I'm not even joking. At the beginning, it wasn't even monetary because I couldn't find things to feel abundant for with money because everything around money stressed me out. So it was literally angel numbers. Looking at 111, when I saw a car license plate with an angel number, a phone number, the time, anything that had even two numbers, like if it was like 88, I'd be like, it counts. <laughs> and I would be like, angel number. And then, you know, that was also the start of my spiritual awakening and like learning of these energetic forces that are supporting us. So um, that's what I did to focus on abundance. So by the time I started my business, I knew how to feel abundant. And I knew that that was like, powerful because I I truly can say one of the times that I felt the most abundant like one of the first times in my life that I truly felt everything was okay that I would always be taken care of that there's more than enough available for me was when my husband and I for date night because we couldn't afford to go anywhere literally put a blanket at my mom's house where we were staying because we couldn't afford to live anywhere a blanket in the backyard with a laptop and watched a movie for date night and we were under the stars and I just had this overwhelming feeling of like 
oh my God, life is the best. It's amazing. If it never changes, this is enough, you know? And it was just like, like I feel it in my body still, like the emotion from that moment, because that was true gratitude, true abundance. It wasn't just like, here's my 10 things that I'm grateful for. Has my life changed yet? (laughs) It was like, I truly learned to feel it no matter what the circumstance. And that sets you up. And that's like one of the big things that I teach because a lot of entrepreneurs that I work with, like, you know, you just talked about like getting clients and et cetera, et cetera. It's like, we waver on our belief in our abundance. We waver in our belief in our power and our business when we don't instantly see the results. It's like we put out an offer and nobody buys in the first week. And we're like, oh, now I need to doubt myself. I need to feel like it's not good enough. I need to feel like I'm not good enough. I need to feel like I suck. I should quit. Like we have all of these thoughts, but learning to actually stabilize our energy, our energy and our emotions and our, and our like nervous system is so incredibly important because that's what allows us to stay in our power throughout a lunge. And the results don't even truly matter, right? So that's, that's the biggest thing. By the time I started my business, I had that energetic shit down. Like I was like, I'd never run a business by myself before. So I didn't know what it took, right? Like I said, I'd done network marketing and then I'd done random uh, speaking gigs and retreats and I'd done Reiki, but you know, like the only time I did Reiki was when I went to like the spirit mind body fair (laughs) and had a booth. It wasn't like I was running a business in the sense of, I actually started and I believed in myself and I gave myself a title and I created offers. Um, That all kind of evolved through trusting my intuition, having spirit team business meetings. I had, you know, my auntie gifted me um, a business course and my, my mom gifted me another course that I did with a psychic around starting a business. And so there was like, you know, different things that I'd manifested to support me in that sense. But that was really the behind the scenes of it. (laughs) Yeah. I love that you like tapped into that energy. And I think some of the best coaching advice is really to do like whatever the fuck you want. And, you know, I often say to my clients, like, um, you know, sometimes playing it safe is the most dangerous thing you can do. And I feel like that just gives so much permission to, as we know, with human design to like, you know, live a life that other people don't understand because I think living, um, you know, the, the dream, like coaching life, like that laptop lifestyle, that is something that people really covet, but like, are they willing to have like the trust and like to face, you know, the vulnerabilities and to like show up again and again and again with that, like big view and the, the, the vision, thank God for my divine G center, because if we we want crazy, amazing results, we have to act from that place like being logical and doing things step by step quantum leaps do not happen in a linear sense like they just don't and that's like I literally made um my first six figures in my business in just over a year like it wasn't more than a year and mind you eight months into my business I hadn't even made three thousand dollars in a month yet so it's like the shift was fucking fast (laughs) so fast but I remember when I made my first $1,500 month. It was like, that was the most money I'd seen coming through to me in a long ass time. And that just felt like so crazy amazing. And I think that's also a big key is, is no matter where you are, don't lose sight of the reality of your situation. Like I said before, like I make multiple five figure months now and it's easy sometimes to be like, oh, well, my coach literally has million dollar months. (laughs) My previous coach, you know, like 
it's easy to be like, oh, that's nothing. I'm just a little baby in, in this industry. But in terms of the reality of the world and, and average income, like I literally was blown away. I didn't even know what to do with $1,500 a month. I mean, it went all on bills, but it just felt like so much money. And um, yeah, so it's like not really losing sight of our perspective, like always staying grounded and truly what we have. And I think that's where that gratitude piece really comes in so, so deeply. Um, I, I lost my train of thought again, but it was, yeah, the quantum leaps, that's right. So it's like, but the the thing is, it's not that I, um, you know, started making that money and then, then was like, well, I'm going to put my prices up. Well, I'm going to really own myself as a coach. I'm going to be confident. That started the day I started my business. Like I started my business and I'm like, I'm a coach. <laughs> I'm amazing at what I do. And I, you know, the, what I started coaching is different than what I coach in now, because at the start I coached what I felt in integrity to coach at the time. I was not coaching business. I had no idea about coaching business. I was coaching, um, energetic alignment, the feeling of abundance, connecting with our higher self. Like that's what I was teaching quantum leaps, basically like tapping into higher self and learning how to quantum leap in areas, because I'd done that in many, many areas in my life. Um, so that's what I started with, but, um, yeah, it was like, I had to like step into the level and then it started to happen in my life. It was definitely not the other way around. (laughs) I really love your quantum emphasis and, you know, you really speak about it on your podcast and I just love that idea of like collapsing time, um, because it really, especially, as everything's shifting, like we are getting enhanced superpowers. So like check yourself. If you don't think you have like new superpowers, you probably do. Like they've been downloaded. You just have to like realize that you have them. Mm, <laughs> Can you speak to the, um, to the quantum piece? Like, I feel like that is something that really sets you apart. You know, like I'm definitely involved in the pleasure communities and that has been like life-changing. Um, I love, uh, that you kind of have the intersection of, you know, some of the like 5d ascension stuff, galactic fun, Mm -hmm. and you've got like the pleasure piece. So can you speak to those? Yeah, absolutely. And they're so interconnected. Like, I really do feel like that's where we experience the best expansion because it's where the human and the soul come together, right? Like, um, so often we get it twisted and we like in our mind, we're following the human, which the human's the one that has doubts and the human's the one that has the fears and the limitations because it lives in this 3D perspective. And the soul comes from this like divine unity, like all is abundance, all is everything kind of vibe. Um, but we, we feel our intuition, we feel our soul, but we then listen to our soul, right? And this is where we are still operating from a linear standpoint is when we say, well, it doesn't make sense in my mind. I'm scared. I'm, you know, I don't believe in myself. Like all of these limitations come from this human. And what we have to understand about our human is that it's amazing, but it's very limited because how the mind literally works as a human is anything that we see about ourselves in the future is a projection from ourselves in the past. So it is very hard for our mind to see ourselves in a different sense. So it's like, you can imagine this. If I say, oh, you're going to go on a holiday next April and, um, you know, you're going to book a hotel and you're going to da, 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 da. Chances are that you're imagining the same kind of hotel you would book if you went on a holiday today, the same kind of vacation that you would take if you went today, the, or the, the last one that you took, right? You're staying at the same type of hotel, same type of room, same type of vacation. 
very few of us with absolute certainty and being like, well, of course, imagine a 10 times more luxurious experience because it's like we're projecting off of the last time we went on vacation and we assume that we're going to be making the same amount of money. We're going to assume that things are the same way. And we have to actually consciously shift the way that we future project ourselves in order for us to start tapping into new realities. Otherwise, we're literally just reliving the past version of us every single moment, (laughs) right? And so this is where a really, really powerful distinction comes in. And it's so simple, but we don't listen to the human. We don't follow the human. We don't let ourselves be led by the human. We focus on the human being the portal of experience. And so how much better does that feel? Like we experience through the human, we experience fear in the human, but it doesn't mean we have to be led by fear, right? And we all know, I mean, I don't even think I need to put this disclaimer because we all know, but sometimes it's good for us to like be aware of it. We all know the difference between a fear um, that is like life-threatening and a fear that is like, oh my gosh, what if my community abandons me, (laughs) right? And there's sometimes deeper shadow work to be done and everything, of course. Um, But a lot of times alongside if there's shadow work or sometimes it's just a shift in perspective, it's, it's literally just tapping into a new frequency. And so this is where we're here to be led by our soul. When our soul is calling us to do something, it is an aligned thing for us to do. And our soul knows how safe we are in that. So it's like we make decisions from a place of being tapped into our intuition. And sometimes if we're feeling really nervous or scared, um, doing safety practices for our body, breath work, even just like touching our body can be really good at grounding ourselves back down. Um, There's various other techniques that you can use to just feel more grounded and support your nervous system because it is scary taking quantum leaps because if you imagine it it's literally like our soul taking a jump while our body still has to catch up (laughs) that's literally what it is and if we don't create safety within our body we can self-sabotage ourselves even if we've created the quantum leap and so the body needs to be supported it we experience through it so all of the fear we experience but we also experience all the good all of the positive outcomes that we desire in our life all the things we love doing are because of our human so we can start to have like a different love and perspective of the human and so instead though as we're working with this energetic field this quantum field we're working with our spirit guides we're working with our higher self like whatever you kind of personally connect to I think that um, if you're just starting on this journey, just imagining your future self is a really powerful tool to start tapping into this energy. Um, but if you already work with things like spirit guides or archangels or galactic beings, whatever it might be, like I have a lot of Pleiadian guides right now. I work a lot with that energy. I work a lot with um like different beings. I work a lot with goddesses at the moment. That's like the primary energies that I work with currently. But um, I, on a very simplistic term, we can be like, I'm, I'm tapping into God or I'm tapping into spirit or I'm tapping into my future self, like whatever feels easiest for you. Um, but when we do that, we're literally shifting the reality of the possibility of where we are going. And when we start making decisions from that place of just like this higher self version that already knows it's possible, that already knows it's inevitable, then we start shifting the timeline and the parallel reality that we are existing in. And therefore we change our external reality. And it's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I love that. What a 
I mean, a couple aha moments in all that you just said. Uh, I really love that it all starts with like a perspective shift that then puts you into like the higher frequency. And like, I love what you said about that, like human versus soul. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, like honoring and caring for the human, but also like trusting the soul's purpose and soul mission for sure. Yeah. Um, so I just am launching um, my first membership. I know you've got one. I, I love in your podcast, you said that in your little like uh, intro, outro, you're like, uh, I took about a thousand baths and that just like popped into my head. And I think as far as caring for the body, that was so important. And for me, I know I really got into doing like sacred baths every day and I had this little tiny like shitty bathtub and I was like I don't care I'm an abundant goddess like I don't care if like only half of me is wet but I'm going to be taking this ritual bath and then very soon I actually manifested my dream hot tub so I think it's just like a kind of a silly but awesome example of like how you can embody it even when your surroundings are like totally off and not fitting the vibe if you sit like this ritual bath is important to me. Um, you know, maybe you'll get like the upgrade. And so I love that so much. This is so true. Like, and I have to speak to this for a minute because at the beginning of my business, I didn't have the things that made me feel abundant or like were luxury or whatever. Like I literally had to embody that energy in whatever way that I could. And, um, when I was, yeah, about seven, eight months into my business, my husband and I decided to sell the remaining of our belongings. We'd sold most of our belongings for money because we needed to, but we decided to sell what we had left and we bought a one-way ticket to Germany. Don't ask why. Um, and we decided that was like our, the start of us traveling full-time. And for the next year and a half, we traveled full-time. And during that time is where I built my business to six figures, which... <laughs> It's just too cool, like just so cool. Um, And then I got pregnant and we moved to Canada. Um, We were living in New Zealand at the time, which is where my husband's from. But all of those things, it's like when we were traveling, especially at the start, we were just getting whatever we could. Like it wasn't like super luxury because we were still only just making enough money. And then I decided to hire the coach. So then it was like, you know, um, whatever. But like we stayed at like, real some some places because Airbnb is a joke sometimes like sometimes it's very very awesome but other times like the places that you get they're not in the right location like we had one place that was literally in the slums and it said it was like a two kilometer different area which would have been a safe area and then turns out it's like completely in the slums in Morocco which is not a very safe place for a white woman to be um Uh, and I literally couldn't leave my apartment. Like the security at the apartment were like, you can't leave only with your husband. And we still recommend you don't. So for one entire month, I stayed in this apartment. We could have found a new Airbnb, but there was like all these things that we didn't end up. We know better now. We just like, didn't, we were so, we were scared that we would have to pay extra and we didn't have the extra money. And so we didn't complain, but then we found out later we could have anyway. Side story. For one month, I'm like in this dingy AF apartment, feeling scared for my life every single day. And I still, I wrote my book in that month, actually, like most about half my book. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You're going to lock you in this apartment so you can write your book. (laughs) Yeah. And, but it was also like, it was kind of just like this feeling of like, well, I'm here. What am I going to do? And I would like, you know, watch YouTube workout videos just to move my body. And I would um, play music very quietly because I didn't want people to know I wasn't home when my husband went out. (laughs) It's like, you know, it was like, I still did my meditation practices. It's like, I did what I could to be in the vibration and the energy of what I desired to. Like, I even would like, 
um, just like take selfies and edit them really cool because I had nothing else to do. Um, but I knew that I wanted to, I didn't want to like give in to this fear because it was a very like scary month for us. It was, it was, you know, we had some really great times traveling and we had some not so great times traveling, but yeah. So it was like that, that time I was so embodying this, even though nothing in my circumstance was really like that energy at all. And that was actually my highest ever income month at that point as well. Wow. Talk about focus, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Distractions of the outside world out. Um, so let's go ahead and close. I always like to ask people like, you know, in this like really crossroads paradigm shift moment that we're all in, what's kind of your wish for the world? And then obviously like see the show notes, but direct us to where we can find all your stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So my wish is really for... I feel like very spearheaded to women identifying people, but I also everyone, because I think that as women start to lead, it benefits all of us. But I, I, my hope really for everyone is that we live in a state of um, wealth and abundance in our psyche, but also in our reality. I hope that people get to spend more time with their families, that people get to have more experiences that they love while they're here on earth. And whether that be through a change in how things work in the future, or whether that be through more people accessing abundance, but I want people to both experience really wonderful things in their life and feel deeply fulfilled and in their purpose and fulfilling their ambitious desires that they have. Um, So yeah, that's it in a nutshell. (laughs) So basically everyone being abundant as fuck and having an awesome life. And you can connect with me on Instagram at Viola Hug. It's my probably my favorite place to connect with people because it's kind of my hub for everything else. I also have my podcast, as I mentioned at the beginning, Spirit Sex Money. I have a Facebook group called Soulpreneurs Spirit Sex Money. Um, and you can join my email list if you like as well. Um, but those are the main, main places anyway to work with me. I have private coaching. I have masterminds. I have within my private coaching, I do like full private coaching or I do messenger only private coaching. And there's always new fun ways to work with me that are shared on Instagram or wherever I'm yeah, hanging out. I love your reels. They're so fun. Um, my reels. Happy. Yeah, I love them. It's so you. Uh, so yeah. thank you so much for everybody watching. If you're interested, I'm launching energy membership. If you want to learn how to do energy medicine and get these quantum shifts, come jump inside. I'm also doing a special promo uh, at the time we're recording this, uh, for big witch energy, I'm doing a witchy themed human design type. So I'm like, it's so excited just to play with witch. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, geek out on human design, two of my favorite things. <laughs> so mm-hmm. why not combine them? Um, so thanks everybody. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of divine feminine revolution podcast. And thank you so much, Viola. It's so fun talking with you and you're such an activator. I highly recommend your services. So thank you everybody so and have an amazing day. Go for it. Thanks for listening to the divine feminine revolution podcast. Make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Want to keep the conversation flowing? Find us on Facebook at the Divine Feminine Revolution Facebook group, where revolutionary women gather to listen to their hearts, monetize their gifts, and change the world.